Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That's because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. Now, you can be motivated by their success, and that's why I bring celebrity interviews, entrepreneurial interviews, and people with success stories on my show. But understand that these are their goals, their dreams they've reached. You have to reach your own goals through your planning and your committed effort. My next guest is Chef Tanya. She is the executive chef and owner of the internationally renowned and beloved Brown Sugar Kitchen restaurant located in Oakland, California. She's the author of the Brown Sugar Kitchen Cookbook and New Soul Cooking. Chef Tanya competed on the 15th season of Top Chef on Bravo, Bravo excuse me, featured judge on the Food Network's Iron Chef, PBS, The Great American Chef's Tour, and TV One's My Mama's Throws Down. I love that title. She now owns her own show on the own network that airs every Saturday, Tanya's Kitchen Table. It showcases the beauty of cooking local while thinking global, which features new spins on class- classic dishes and tips on how to cook like a pro. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time, Chef Tanya. How you doing? Great. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Well, it's always good to talk to somebody about food, okay? <laughs> and uh, you're one of the best at it. But uh, before I get started there, let's talk about you being on these the competition show, that mentality of being able to go in there and be able to not only be a contestant at times, but also judging. What's the mentality tied to all that? Because you have to be good at what you do and you have to be spontaneous and creative. Yeah, I think it's um, it's all about preparation and, mm-hmm. you know, the work you've done in your career along the way and knowing what is a standard of excellence mm-hmm. uh, that could be taste, presentation, um, anything. And, you know, just to stay focused. I've always had a strong focus as I've been working and just noticing mm-hmm. not only what I'm doing in my business, but what others are doing, my colleagues across the country, across the world. And, you know, I've, I've published, I've read a bunch. So um, I'm now trusted as an expert in my field. So that's really, you know, it's a great thing. Well, the, uh, you not only trusted, you wanted the best. So let's go and put the word best and trusted because of the fact that you have <laughs> a show you. that's on the own network that airs every Saturday, you know, Tanya's Kitchen Table. Tell us about that show. Yeah, the show has been something that I've envisioned for well over a decade um, since I had my show on the Food Network, Melting Pot, in Mm -hmm. early 2000s. I've been wanting to get back on, have my own show, something that would really highlight my personality and my style Mm -hmm. um, that I could shape um, and not be pigeonholed by a production company or Mm -hmm. producer. And this really happened here. So I'm really pleased with it. Uh, I start off this season with a lot of my, you know, my standards, my greatest hits as mm-hmm. far as recipes. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to tell a story of how I got to them, in, including my family background. I bring some friends in at the end of each uh, show and, and break bread with them and mm-hmm. share experiences and stories. And that's really what I love. I love hospitality and I love the opportunity to uh, teach people how to cook good food, you know, that's healthy, that's simple, 
and um, the taste delicious. Well, you know, I, I watch the show, and some of your friends bring in their, they, they they look like they're hungry when they come into the kitchen. You know, they, <laughs> of course, you know, they, look, <laughs> they, they look like you're not cooking fast enough. Or give, give me that sample ready plate already. So exactly. it's an enjoyable perspective. Exactly. And I, I love the fact that you're talking about, Rashawn, I don't want to just be on TV. I want to be on TV, talk about my brand, talk about my perspective, my point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite shows on Netflix is called The Chef Table, when they did Roger yeah. Scott. Oh, just a beautiful, eloquent. It's, it's a beautifully produced uh, show, for you know, sure. And so when I watch this show, <laughs> it, it, yeah. you know, I'm glad you, you've seen it. it. And Rodney's been on my show, and I'm a big fan of his. I have a lot of chefs mm-hmm. that come on my show, and because they know I recognize their story and want to let them tell their stories, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I just I had Chef Eduardo Jordan, one of my good friends. Yeah, uh, I know and, him. And, uh, you know, and we were talking about black chefs, you know, because, you know, from black chef to ownership, you know, that's another thing, because a lot of times, you yeah, know, the history absolutely. is that we're just good cooks, good maids, good right. cleaner people, good waitresses. But then right. not being recognized as owners, which you are an owner, and not and now and not being recognized as top flight international chef, because sometimes right. we're just pigeonholed yeah. as the, you know, the mom pop chef back there with, this, with, the, with the sweet potato cornbread and all that good stuff. What have right. you done as far as your brand as far as you've done? And I'm not saying you're out there trying to change the world, but you are trying to deliver your personality. And that, and this is what you do and what you can do. Yeah. And it, and actually, I am trying to change the world. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. <laughs> great. One thing that, um, and that's something I've aspired to do for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have it written down from a diary when I was... Um, uh, probably, you know, a young teenager, I said, I don't know what I want to do, whatever it is, I want either to be famous or to change the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping to, you know, make some change and impact. Um, I've just been voted onto the board of trustees of the James Beard Foundation, which, you know, is the organization that really it's recognizes it's culinary. It's the Oscars and Restaurant Awards, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be chairing all the awards. So, you know, I will be definitely looking to make sure that these opportunities are now diverse and equitable and inclusive. And that's exciting. I've also done a lot of culinary diplomacy work with the U.S. State Department, traveling around Mm -hmm. the world, representing uh, the United States, but also introducing uh, soul food to different cultures Mm -hmm. in uh, Kazakhstan and Mexico and Hong Kong Mm -hmm. and Singapore. I've gone to so far. I was supposed to go to Japan and Taiwan this year, but Hopefully it can go towards the end of 2021 or 2022. Um, and I'm just passionate about that. I think, you know, food brings people together. It it just really demonstrates our common denominators. Right. Um, and it's just, it's, you know, it's empowering. Everybody should be fed. Everybody should know, <laughs> should learn how to cook at least one or two dishes mm-hmm. for survival. Um and I'm just trying to grow my brand in you know the hospitality field. Right. Working on my next cookbook. Hopefully, continue to do the show and um, open the restaurant again when we uh, have the restrictions. You know, because California um, has yeah. really, really one of the really been a state that's really been locking down uh, uh, yeah. the ability for restaurants to exist or even to work. Now, let's talk yeah. about uh, you mentioned word soul food, and um, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised. And so I'm a Southern boy. So what is soul food to you? Because you talked about it. And because my version of soul food is I, I tend to see has been shifted into you see it in buffets and things like that. But what you but other people say, no, that's not soul food, Rashawn. So what is soul food when you're talking about soul food? 
Well, I think anywhere you find uh, African-Americans in this country, it's, you know, it's rooted in the South, Mm -hmm. uh, the cuisine Mm -hmm. created by Mm -hmm. the enslaved people. I mean, Mm -hmm. the first fusion cuisine, really the first American cuisine. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And then, you know, black folks migrated to the northeast, to Mm -hmm. the northwest, Mm -hmm. to Chicago, Midwest. you're from Houston, Texas. My mom's from Shreveport, Louisiana. My dad's from Virginia. Their soul foods are different, but it's going to be based on, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of the cuisine that our ancestors uh, mm-hmm. created with the ingredients they found here, the ingredients mm-hmm. they brought and what they were given, you know, um, really humble cuisine. But then, you know, myself, Eduardo, Mashma, we're taking it to the next level oh, by yeah. bringing in our, mm-hmm. you know, more refined techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to bring in sustainability and organic products mm-hmm. and really bring the cuisine into the next century. It still represents us and our heritage, um, which is so rich, you know, in the African dis- diaspora, if you expand it to West Africa, Absolutely. North Africa, mm-hmm. uh, the Caribbean, we have so much to work with and we've given um, so much to this world in terms of flavor and food ways and, if it's up to me, I'm just going to make sure that we keep getting more credit for that because it's okay. it's really important. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, uh, my parents were born in Shreveport, Bossier City, oh, Louisiana. Okay. So I just oh, want to okay. let you know we have a little little roots there together. We, we, we I'm very familiar with that part of the country. Uh, like I said, my mom and dad were born in Shreveport, uh, basically Bossier, Louisiana, which you know is like outside. Yeah, I know of, uh, exactly where that is. Absolutely. Yeah. Now let's talk about uh, the, the, your show. We, we kind of mentioned a little bit Tanya's Kitchen Table and basically you know, the classic dishes tips on how to cook like a pro, but also t- a spin. And uh, one of the spins you did on the famous Creole dirty rice, you know, the, uh, yeah. which I love. Oh, dirty rice. I've never cooked it, I'll be honest with you. But you have two versions of it. You have one with meat and you have a vegan version. The version yeah, I saw I have, on TV yeah. was the vegan version. Talk to us about that. Well, I have a, a classic, like you said, with sausage and the chicken livers. Oh, come on, girl. Come on. Come on. Come on, T. Come on, T. Come on, T. Stop. That's Stop. <laughs> That's my personal favorite, too. But especially living in California and, you know, it's 2020 now. But when I opened in 2008, a lot of vegetarians, a lot of vegans in the community. And I just wanted to take care of them. And mm-hmm. um, I love cooking fresh vegetables. So it's really the Creole spice is in there. The Worcestershire sauce is in there, yes. but it's more vegetable forward. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a favorite. People love it. And you throw the spinach in there, right? The baby spinach. Is yeah. In baby there. spinach at the mm-hmm. end for just some extra freshness. And, and it looks fantastic. First of all, it looks very easy to do. Of course, you know, you got to do a lot of chopping the green onions and the peppers yeah. and, yeah. you know, it's a little work in there, browning that out. And stuff. So, you know, but you made it look easy for me. I, I saw it one time and I remember it. So that's a, that's a <laughs> talent. Cause you know, sometimes you watch these recipes, you go, you get lost in the process. And now when yeah. I follow you, I go, okay, cool. That's really quick. Cause you know, you, you have the ability to talk and, and, uh, and demonstrate at the same time. A lot of people can't do that. They'll stop and they mix and they stop. Because your ability to talk and demonstrate at the same time, it makes the process so much easier to understand and gives credibility that I can do it too. Thank you. 
Thank I'm you. glad you feel that way. Yeah, I got you. To. I got you. Now, now, one thing that my wife for her birthday, I made her. I I, I grilled some salmon. You know, I didn't realize mm-hmm. how easy it was to do salmon. Some, you know, some some uh, sea salt and some lemon and some yeah. with the parsley. And she she thought I did the best thing in the world. And I and I took a bow for that. Okay. Now you do That's you cool. do a, something with collard greens and Creole mustard sauce. And uh, talk to us about that and just tell you how you just do these different spins on your show that makes your show that airs every Saturday on the OWN Network. And it, it's really fantastic. I want you know. I know we short on time, but before we, I want to make sure you understood. I I really respect what you. You do and I admire your oh, skill set. You. Okay, tell us about thank that salmon and those collard well, greens. We're short today, but I'll have to come back. Okay. Um, yeah, so I took the salmon, uh, the collard green leaf, uh-huh. and blanched it. So you put it in boiling water till it softens, and you put it in ice water so that it stops the cooking process, but right. it's very malleable. It also helps it stay green. Uh-huh. And I took that and I wrapped the salmon filet that I seasoned with some salt and some olive oil and some thyme, fresh thyme, and wrapped it. And then I steam it uh, in a steam basket all together in, uh, until the salmon is cooked. Probably, I like to cook it medium. So it's how, so how long, when you say steam it, how long is that steam? Was it 20 minutes, 30 minutes? No, probably it's between 15 and 20, depending wow. on the weight of the salmon filet. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, but you wrap uh, it in that, the, 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 you, like, so you put, uh, I saw what you did. You the collard green around the outside. Yeah. And like a little envelope. And then what, what, when does the sauce come into play? The Creole mustard sauce? So the sauce is on the side okay. and I make it in the blender. It's um, <clears throat> Creole mustard with mustard seeds and um, egg yolks. It's, it's a delicious, easy, easy sauce. It has some spice in it. Really good. Well, first of all, I will be doing that menu. I, when I saw the whole, first of all, I love collard greens. Let me just tell you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, that's why I know you got to come back because we really got to get dig deep into this conversation because. Yeah. I'd, that, love to, I'd love to talk to you more about it and sort of my philosophy behind, yes, yes. you know, how I cook and. Um, well, because it's, it's natural. And plus, we got some Southern roots and some kinship down here right. in Louisiana that's that right. we need to connect again on. And, you know, I just finished a call with Eduardo recently. and He was talking about chitlin. So we got to get down to that chitlin conversation. Cause I know you know about that. now. I know <laughs> oh, you know about that. And so, but I uh, thank you. I, I want to tell everybody your show airs every Saturday on the own network. Please don't miss it until December 26th, every Saturday. And it's Tanya's kitchen table. It showcases the beauty of cooking local while thinking global. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you so much. Good luck, okay? We talk soon, okay? Please. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. If you want to hear more interviews or money-making conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. And if you want to subscribe, please go to my YouTube channel. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.